Hello and welcome to this new installment of the All New 52 podcast. I'm your host, Joe Schrimmer, and with me as always is my linked up co-pilot, Caleb Bunn. Ka-chow. Okay. <laughs> Tomator. Like, that's, that's what the reference I'm thinking of is. Oh yeah, no, it was a Cars reference. Oh, okay. It's because it's the, the Titans are supposed to look like hot rods. Ah. So. We talk the, about comics on this podcast, and on episode 78 of the show, we're talking about we Ride Titans from Vault Comics. Caleb, this was your pick for the week. Why don't you give the rundown? Yeah, so this was written by Trey Steen, who you might know from uh, this or the book about the rock he wrote. Those are his two big credits, which I just think... Wait, the book funny. about the rock he, he wrote? He wrote a book about the rock. Oh, the rock. Oh. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the, the I thought the title the was Johnson. book about the rock hero. No, no, no. Um. Then Sebastian uh, Perez does is the artist. Probably Perez. Perez. Yeah, but Perez usually has an E. This has an I with an accent over mm, Okay. This is showing how unintelligent I am. <laughs> I just wanted to get through this quickly, Joe. Uh, D. Kunifi as the colorist and Jim Campbell as the letterer. Uh, like Joe said, this comes from Vault Comics. We have talked about Submerged before, which was another Vault Comics book. I feel like we talked about something else from them. Uh, I don't think so. Was Six Gun not a vault book? No, Six no, Gun. No, not Six Gun. Um, the the murder one. No, the yeah, Six Sidekicks. That was that was um Skybound, which was an imprint of Image. Um, I do know that because they they have The Walking Dead. No rights. Yes, but I wouldn't be surprised if we talk about Vault some more on this uh on this podcast because they are. You know, they, they only release very short series, but I always feel like they have a, a finger on the pulse of who's going to be uh, the next big thing. We talked about Submerged, and Vidala, of course, has had success with both Marvel and DC since then. They uh, especially have written several X titles, uh, but also Ron V, who is uh, writing Detective Comics and gets, has found his way around DC Comics, also got to start doing a vault book. Nice. So. A little too early to say about uh, Trey Steen, but uh, since it's just wrapped up, but yeah, I feel like wouldn't be surprised if he got a big two book or at least, you know, something with IDW or yeah, something to eventually flex a little bit more. Yeah. We Ride Titans is a story about, um, have, have you seen Pacific Rim? Think smaller scale, but that. Yes. Uh, have you seen Pacific Rim 2? <laughs> That's yeah, about yeah. The scale. <laughs> there's uh there's Titan Defenders, mainly or they they're fighting kaiju. The robots that they pilot are called Titans. Yes. And um it's mainly the military base is mainly held up by one family. The Hudsons, is it? The Hobbs. Hobbs. Mm, yes, because I was gonna get into a comparison. There is a thing at one point. But yeah, and there there's some family drama going on. Uh, that's thwarting the defending of the city from the kaiju. Yeah, a little bit more specific overview. The brother of this family, Deej, uh, begin the book begins with him piloting a Titan while drunk, and that gets him kicked off the program. So they pull in his sister, Kit, who is kind of estranged from the family, and then it just it kind of goes back and forth with the two of them trying to deal with their dad, who's a bit of a bit of a controlling guy. Yeah, kinda. We'll get into a lot there's, of that. There's nuance here with all the characters. Yeah, it's it surprised me in other ways and let me down in other ways. So, or 
it surprised me in some ways and let me down in other ways. But, you know, we have sections dedicated to that. But first, we have the art to talk about. I rather liked it. I thought it was pretty swell. I thought it was good, even. I thought it was a okay. Yep. <laughs> I was just wondering how long we would go with that. <laughs> I can't get more more like neutral than a okay. The, the I think the characters are a little stiff sometimes, mm-hmm. but I think the composition here is really fun, very symmetrical a lot of the times. Um, and I think this gets quiet moments down really well. The and this being a family drama that's hidden inside a mech story is all about the quiet moments. Mm. Yeah, it, it's it's not really fulfilling the the mech fighting big boom kind of energy you expect from that kind of kind of stuff it's I'd, really it's really based on the you know these aren't detailed faces but they're trying to get a little more nuance as you said before yeah. and i think issue three is when you get the most action that one kid is definitely in the in the titan for the most amount of time and they definitely take advantage of uh different layouts and stuff However, with the size of these things and with the design, I do get a little lost sometimes in the action. There's a mis- not a mistake, but there's a, not a great sense of scale, mm-hmm. which you really need when it comes to mechs and kaiju. It, if, for kaiju to show how much of a threat they are and for mechs get, to get a feel of the weight that they carry. Yeah. That's one thing a lot of things will get very bad about mechs. And, it, you know, it, de- it depends on the medium. Like, you, you don't go to, like, Gurren Lagan expect to feel this like giant hulking thing but you know Pacific Rim one of the great things about the first movie is you feel how just like heavy these things yeah. are and like the amount of like effort it takes to just get them to move mm-hmm. and the second movie royally screws that part up but um and I you know I am the reason I brought this is because you're a big fan of mech stuff I love mech stuff um and I was like oh it's perfect this is a mech comic book that I'm already reading Hopefully Joe will enjoy it. Um, but I feel like what they're, what they're trying to do with the mechs here is they're trying to show the scale by having it back up. And a lot of times uh, kind of, it's like a low angle shot of the mech. So it's kind of like ground level, but then, then just the mech has to take up the whole panel. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, if you back it up just a little bit more, maybe, and they do sometimes, I shouldn't say that's all, Bad. There's one time when the mech flips a monster using its grappling hook that I think is really effective. But especially because this also has mechs fighting mechs, those are the worst, I feel like. Yeah, it gets really sloppy. <laughs> this this lets me down in the mech aspect in more ways than just the art. Yes. But uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into all those. But overall, overall, I think the art's pretty good. It suits the book. The, the the cover art made me think of Smurge, and then the art inside made me also think of Smurge, where I'm like, mm, this, the two Vault comics I've experienced have a similar enough art style. Yeah, I'm completely forgetting who drew Smurged. Pretty sure it wasn't this person. No, I don't think so, but... But I do think, yeah, you know, Vault probably recruits a lot of similar talent. Yeah. Um, and also, there there is something to be said about the amount of time and money they can put into a project like this, probably, probably similar between all of Vault's books. Mm-hmm. You want to, you want to go into positives? Yeah. I like that. 
we're going to be on opposite sides of this, I imagine. I like that this is a family drama hidden behind mechs. Okay, so I'm going to stop you there right now. Most mech things are not primarily mech things. They are yeah. usually something else with mech as a set dressing. I'll stop, I'll stop there for right now. Yeah. This, this, isn't, this isn't hiding anything. In a, this isn't a family drama hiding in the mech thing. It's a family drama with a mech setting. Yeah, but like they're not selling this. I mean, they kind of are like the, the tagline of the book is that kaijus hit hard, families hit harder. Yeah. So I don't want I don't want to act like it's unique in the mech genre. I no. mean, Pacific Rim is a movie about the, like the power of friendship. <laughs> but um, I, I do think, you know, it's selling you on one thing and giving you another thing in a way that I enjoy. I mean, they they combine the two, the scenes in the mech influence the parts of the family. My favorite moment in this comes from the third issue where Kit is just starting to pilot the Titan, gets into a bad situation with a with a lizard or kaiju. The dad is trying to use as like a teachable moment and the brother storms in, talks Kit through it, and then turns to the dad. It's like if you ever turn a life or death situation into a power play again, I'm gonna kill you. Mm-hmm. Or something like he doesn't along those kill. lines, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that. Like that's that's the perfect blending of this is the concept of the book matched with like the emotion of the book. This is everything I want. And I feel like for the most part, it balances this pretty well. I agree with you with everything except for that very last point. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll have to get there, into there, it. There's more stuff later. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't come to this for a family drama, but it does do the family drama stuff pretty well. I like Kit fine enough. Dej, DG, whatever, whatever his name is. He is a little hit or miss for me. He's, you know, a good kind of initiating force. And it's good that he comes back, but he's like flip flop. He's like a he's like a a, a grounded fish that's kind of like flip flopping the his entire way through this story where I'm like, I don't know what the uh end goal with you kinda is. I think that's my read of him is that he's manic depressive. So yeah, I think I'm, that's I I think that's the point of the character is that or maybe manic depressive isn't even the right word but like in certain situations he's very competent Mm -hmm. and then but like outside of that the mask slips and that's when he starts to like fall apart yeah it's not that i can't get like a read on him or anything it's just i i feel like the story doesn't have enough time to really flesh him out Mm -hmm. as much as it could that's that's one of my main complaints that I I'll get into fair. is that I don't I, don't, I think the story needed a little bit more, a little bit more page count, a little maybe an issue or two more, to really reach its full potential. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to disagree with that. I think that's that's fair. I also like the resolution to this. I new comic indie comics. I don't like spoiling these as much because I want people to go out and read these more than like the big two stuff we talk about because. I will be spoiling something because it's a big, it's a big negative for me. Okay. Fair enough. Well, I'll just say, I like how this resolves things. It feels like, you know, it, it resolves the mech stuff in a way that makes sense and is probably best for the world. And then it leaves a lot of the relationships open-ended in a way that's satisfying because I can see how it grows. And I like that they don't try to ha- have everything wrap up in a nice little bow. It's clear that these characters are willing to start working towards a better end. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good enough. I don't need to see them achieve that better end. Yeah. There's really, 
this this is paced pretty nicely like um it doesn't ever feel like it's it doesn't feel like we reached a like a resolution in issue three that then got stretched out like it's got a nice little flow to it i don't really know how much i can say about positives because it's it's very small scale weirdly enough with such big creatures in it um it, it's very small cast too yeah it, you got the four family members and kit's wife girlfriend whatever whatever her relationship is but she's hardly in it she's she's there at the beginning and the end there's one like assistant at the place that comes back in the fifth issue yeah and that's about it yeah oh there's five there's a yeah there's there's a villain i just remembered him okay we're adding one more thing to the negatives but we'll go <laughs> oh that's the thing i thought you were gonna spoil okay. no, no 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 interesting interesting yeah i don't Overall, I like this book. It's got, but before we're only about like halfway through the episode. So and I'm going to, it's going to sound like I'm railing on this book in the back half, but I did enjoy this book, even to the point where I'm considering getting the trade for it to put it on my shelf. I, I like this book generally enough. I'd be, I, I'm excited because that's the first win I've had in a long time in terms of you liking something, but also because as I've told you in the past, I'm very curious what vault trades feel like because I like I, I think they do a good job producing their floppies. Their floppies, mm-hmm. but I've never bought one of their trades. So do you have anything else about the story that you really liked? No, like you know, like we've both kind of alluded to, this is a small story, mm-hmm. a tight five issues. It gets in and gets out. And so that kind of leaves you not with a ton of stuff to talk about unless you want to break down like beat by beat what happens, which yeah. read the comic for that. So <laughs> yeah, we're we're here for our thoughts in the general overview. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so negatives. Do you want to start? Yeah, uh, I I go into this expecting this to be a small scale story, almost even like proof of concept, mm-hmm. which I think is I'm fine with that. But it would have been nice to get two more issues. I think I, honestly, just even one more issue could have helped. Yeah, I, it, I do think you could have expanded. Everything's resolved. I, I know you don't want to spoil the ending, and I won't. I won't go into the like the villain and everything. Everything resolved with him, like it gets tied up a little too quickly yeah. to like to really feel fulfilling. Especially, and this is another thing, another issue. You could have had more page time for more mech stuff. Because my biggest complaint about this is, I I feel like there's a huge imbalance between the family stuff and the actual mech stuff. Interesting. I wonder what that perfect ratio is because you get that big issue three and then issue issue, yeah issue four is almost all families yeah and then five's kind of half and half and one and two you start with the mech stuff but it's 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 like just set up really yeah yeah it's you know the problem is it's probably because it's someone being trained in the mechs yeah you don't get that someone being super competent with them my my thing i was thinking when i read when i got to the end of it and just my disappointment with the lack of tight actual titan action going on was i thought wow of all the things i'm reminded of i'm reminded of pacific Rim: the black this is (laughs) this is immensely better than that because you care about stuff going on in this and when pacific Rim: the black you didn't care about anything going on in that um, we, I only saw the first season, so who knows if the second season got better. But, um, like, that was the level of disappointment I was at with, like, action. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I yeah, the only difference is that this is a con this is like a super indie comic and that, yeah. that was, you know, a Netflix produced TV show. Mm-hmm. So I I wanted I, I expect more from one than I do from this. But yeah. But you know, the cover art's a little deceiving on all these where it's it's kind of promising a little bigger action than what's actually going on. Yeah, the cover art the cover art usually captures scale pretty well. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of another thing I have a problem with. This this needed more fleshing out as to the like the direness of the situations that they're in. Because we're 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 really only told that the kaiju are a big problem. You don't you don't really see any like scope of the destruction too much besides like oh you're 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 being too you're being too uh rough with the rest of the city you're taking down buildings or whatever but it's like mm, I, I i don't know that this is like actually a problem of nameless city that we are in on nameless planet where i don't i don't really know how much the kaiju are a problem yeah i think i think this relies on you knowing the tropes about kaijus to buy into that which for me worked i understand why it might not have for you it's it's not necessarily that it's like i, I can i can make that stuff up mm. like i can fill in the, i can fill in the gaps it's it's when stuff keeps the, the pieces keep falling and i'm like well this is linked to that and that makes this a little bit worse because the the scope and scale is my biggest problem which is the thing at the ending that i don't it's a spoiler or whatever the the big resolution to this is that Wow, we can just remote control the mechs now, so no one ever gets put in trouble. That's lame. Well, I think it's more of it's about the family giving up control. I get thematically, and but like they're only able to get that technology because of a family member that was overlooked. Yeah, I'm trying to play real nice and close with these spoilers, which I I'm sure is frustrating, but. You know, like I said, I, this is a book I would rather someone. I don't care if I spoil like Batman for someone who's picking up a Batman book. Yeah, you know, maybe I should, but it. Oh, it's it's a thing of like, okay, thematically, yeah, makes sense. Lame from a perspective of okay, I didn't get as much action as I wanted. It's ending, so even if it got a continuation, they're remote control now, so there's no like sense of danger. Second off, I never felt a sense of danger of them being in the robot in the first place. I. I did at points with kit just because i feel like they established pretty well that kit isn't ready for what she's going into she says she's not ready but then during training she's like a prodigy at certain things where well, i'm like mm. she's familiar with it like she grew up around these things. yeah um yeah i i i don't think that the ending is the last fight i think leaves a lot to be desired yeah but i think for me it's more of you need to geographically it's weird because you have the villain in two places at once and i don't think that works Mm -hmm. that's my problem with it um i don't necessarily mind the the scale of danger as far as kit's involved i i just you need i need something when the resolution is we're not going to put people in danger because yeah. if I've had a complete lack of sense of danger the entire time, that part falls flat. And this whole thing is about control and the danger that people are being put in yeah. to have control. Well, yeah. And it's about, you know, it's a, it's a very broad type of control we're talking yeah. about here, which is, which is why I'm like, I, I think this just needed more, more time 
to get more of these points across. I in the middle of this, there's ads for other vault comics, mm-hmm. or maybe it was at the end of one of them. I don't I don't know where exactly the placement in it was. But there's they were advertising a series that had like ten issues or something yeah. like that. I'm yeah. like, okay, so they don't just do five issue runs. Like they yeah. could have given this more time. Yeah, and I don't I don't know what the editorial decision there was, if that was from the creatives end, if that was marketing decision. If that's the editor saw this and it's like you can't stretch it out anymore mm-hmm. from a storytelling perspective, but yeah, I, I think I, yeah, I think no matter what we talk about, it's gonna all kind of wrap back around to this. Give it another issue, <laughs> which you can't do now because it's resolved. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> but hopefully, like, there's enough good stuff here that this creative team, whether they stick together or where they separate, whatever, you can you can trust them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Whether that's yeah, Vault, whether that's one of the other indie labels, whether that's the big two. Yeah, yeah it's not, not so much I'm coming in, I'm like, I want the mindless action. No, no, of, no, but it is a, like, if they do the, if they if they market it as a mech thing, you need to have mech stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, it sounds like I'm railing on this, but yeah, it's the, it's the, you're finishing the quilt, you didn't finish, you shipped it off, and oh no, it's tearing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. There's, uh, there's a couple other things. Like, I really... They're painting... What, is his name Dwayne Hobbs? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, that's cute. Um, <laughs> this guy obviously likes The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> he, they, they really paint him as like this like just huge control freak. And I'm, I'm not getting that this entire time like sure he's like you know maybe a little reckless at points and they they have they they want you to be like oh he's he's doing a necessary danger for like a learning moment or something but i'm like that's not out of the realm of like anything else i would see something in and it would be taken as a good thing i don't know i think with me the way i read it is like he's very good job he's very bad with his kids like just interpersonally and that's the problem here um, and so it's not necessarily that he anything he does in command is bad. It's just that it's like, oh man, you need to and it's part of the he needs to let his go of his family's control over the over the operation. Because it's like you keep putting your kids in these situations that you are not equipped to coach them through and they are not equipped to handle. I, I guess I would feel more I don't know, like just about that entire thing. It, it, it all goes back to the like sense of scale. I don't know how much of a threat this is. I don't know how big the defense force is. Mm-hmm. Is it, is it to the point where there aren't that many people left? And it's like, well, I, I only trust myself and my family to get me through this. I don't trust like, I don't know the goons I'm recruiting for like an army or whatever. Well, I definitely think, I definitely think I got a scale of he or a, a sense of he doesn't trust anyone. Well, oh yeah. Family. But I just mean like, is humanity so low where there aren't people equipped to do this? Yeah. Like this, this doesn't feel like a, like, is it a, it's clearly not a Pacific rim. We can, we can recruit people and train them to do this, Mm -hmm. but it, it it doesn't feel like it's an Evangelion. There are only three children in the world that can pilot these mechs. I I think it is a, anyone can do it. It's just, it's been this one family for a long time. And that's why the resolution is that they give up, you know, this whole thing's about control. They Mm -hmm. give up control of the company. You know, he, the dad's problems with this is that he had his control taken away from him by being paralyzed. 
you know, that he's too controlling of his kids. It's all, you know, it all comes back to this one thing. So I don't think that there's a good reason why it's his kids who have to be piloting the thing. I think that's the point the comic's trying to make. Yeah. Uh, it's that it's that unraveling blanket for me. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. That being said, like I said before, I like this book. Yeah. Would you read something else by by this? Uh, uh, by they this didn't. Kid? They didn't thrill me with like any of their particular. I don't know isms. I guess there there was there was nothing from the creative team that was being like, yes, I must read Born by Them. It was you pulled me in with a premise. Gave me something a little different that I didn't hate. Yeah. And did a, did a good enough job at it to where I came, I came uh, away pleasant. Enough to drop, you know, a couple bucks on the trade. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It felt like in, a dim, like in a lot of ways it feels like an addendum to Pacific Rim. And since Pacific Rim Media, since the first one, hasn't been great. I've enjoyed, I enjoyed getting that addendum. <laughs> I didn't even hate the second Pacific Rim movie, but it was definitely a downgrade. <laughs> yeah. Eh, you know. Deconstructions are nice and all. Good good, good on writers to flex their thing. It's also okay just to give crowd-pleasing stuff. I don't, yeah, I don't think this is a deconstruction, but that's a different conversation. Yeah, well, I, I, was, I wasn't calling this a deconstruction, yeah, yeah. but... Um, it is definitely, you know, it's... Vault's two for two with me so mm-hmm. far. And are these the only vault things you've read? Yeah, there's a Rom V book that I really want to read called uh On Stranger Shores, I think it's called. And I, I keep up with it. They have a Western book that I might pick up, but they don't get a lot of pay or shelf space at the comic book store. I mean, I'd never heard of them before. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen one of the trades at my comic book store, so um and because I buy everything through the comic book store, I, I need to get better about going directly to these indie publishers and buying off of their sites sometimes. So, uh, but they're definitely, they're definitely a company I, I want to keep my eye on a bit mm-hmm. more. Neat. Um, I don't really know if there's anything more we can say about this book. So would you like to talk about another book? Oh yeah, sure. What's the book you're giving me? You know, we were on a good run. A you know, I run. waited longer than normal, but. You know, we must always come back to it. It looks bigger. It might be a little bit bigger. Hey guys, we're going to be talking about Ultimate Spider-Man Volume 9. A series which, like, if you look at the stats and the ratios, I guess I like. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I don't like? On the background, we have a lot of guest stars, which is not what this book has succeeded in. Yeah, this, this... This one's don't don't open it. You don't. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need first reactions on the episode. I don't. I'm not even. I'm gonna tell you what this one's about. It does kind of does a good job of hiding it on the cover. Don't read. I was just seeing if my boy Bagley still Bagley is still here. Bagley is still here. Good. That's he'll he'll carry me through. Yeah. This is a worse reaction than I I I like this book. (laughs) It's just man, it gets it gets a little. It gets a little bit harder to open each successive volume. <laughs> I don't know. You might have an easier time with this. We're, we're nearing the end of it, at least. We are, I don't know, 70% of the way through this series. So, Yeah, it's just I feel like it's, it's crossed the point where we'll never get back to that. 
like high point that oh it's definitely there okay (laughs) i won't i won't uh (laughs) you won't try to trick me no i'm not gonna trick you i'm not gonna say it's all downhill from here but we're never reaching the peaks we did well that's well you know what will reach the peaks we did the episodes the the series might decline our episodes on ultimate spider-man though they're just gonna keep getting better i think that's true yeah you know i wait a little bit longer uh, I think we've had a lot of really fun issues in between or episodes in between all this. I think we'll have a lot of fun ones after too. Um, and who knows? This might be a fun episode. <laughs> who knows? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I'm I'm interested for you to read this one. I'm always interested to see what you're going to say um, about anything we read. But it it always it is always fun seeing <laughs> the Ultimate Spider-Man reactions. Guys, seriously, go back to like. Ultimate Spider-Man one three one two three. I'm a different man. <laughs> I'm so happy when we read those. <laughs> hey, you never finished series. By God, I'm gonna make you finish one. I finished We Ride, Ride Titans. That's five issues. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like fault books. They're easy for me to finish. <laughs> hey. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please give us a five star rating on the podcast platform that you're currently listening to this on. Helps us get us up in the charts and gets us more people on the comic book fun gets the numbers up and maybe, you know, gets those numbers up so we can have guests on who might otherwise do it. We're going we're gonna to try some things. <laughs> we're going to try Mark Backley. <laughs> I have a more realistic person I'm trying to get, but Mark Bagley's like in game here. Hey, Mark. <laughs> we think your book you did. Your art's great. Shame when you left. <laughs> that's it that's all we have to say to you hey you can email us at all new 52 podcast at gmail.com with reviews and recommendations and yeah we'll be back next week with ultimate spider-man volume nine see you then